Oh, I love I love the shit. Wow. Yeah, I mean that key bass line is the guitar playing is crazy. Yeah, in the, in the left, left ear. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so many cats out there play funk music, and I feel like they are never this tight. No way. Not even close. This song is ageless. I like funk music. Always feels like like the funk. Always feels like a group that like comes from a parallel futuristic timeline where like humans did a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was a little bit happier. Yeah, yeah. It was like oh, we figured out like hunger and all that stuff, and then that's just like this is what music sounds like. That was always their shtick, though. Like, yeah. we're from outer space. Though. Yeah, like, on the first P-Funk album, there's, like, the first track where the dude's like, if you have an ailment, hold it up to the speaker. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's like, so much of the music I loved is just directly influenced by this group absolutely yeah a lot of west coast hip-hop yeah i was gonna say like almost all my favorite hip-hop stuff like even i was like even even like outcast this just kind of sounds like the natural evolution from p-funk i like how the arrangement is no arrangement yeah exactly exactly but (laughs) they just happen to know (laughs) they just know when all the parts come I think it's like it's like sounds like a sick party, right? Where it like does. where like maybe there's no rhyme or reason to it, but maybe that's what's good about it. Yeah. It's like they're at least unified under the funk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to listen to this, a podcast in which we talk about songs we like, we research what they mean, how they're recorded, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. Today's track is "Flashlight" by Parliament Funkadelic. Released in January of 1978, it was the first number one hit for any of the P-Funk groups and became a platinum single. It's a pretty long song, but all funky things take time. It was written by George Clinton, um, Bill Clinton's brother. (laughs) Doesn't he have a brother who like has a band though? I think so. Roger Roger Clinton? Maybe, maybe, yeah. I like the idea of seeing Bill, like maybe Bill Clinton on sax in the band would be sick. Hi kids, I'm Bill Clinton. And I was almost the first gentleman in America. Thank you. Even though we might have lost the election, it doesn't mean that my work to be a gentleman is going to stop. I think like at some that would be fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> I, at some point, I, like in, when I was younger, I just decided that people who have the last same last names are like connected in some way. Right, right. So right. maybe George Clinton and Bill Clinton <laughs> have something in common. Um, it was also written with, along with legendary bassist Bootsy Collins. Yeah. And keyboard legend Bernie Worrell. Yep. So this is the craziest. One of the craziest things about this song is uh, arguably the band's like most iconic member is Bootsy Collins. Yeah. And it's most iconic. And funk's like iconic instrument is the bass. Yeah. And this might be the most iconic funk song from the yeah. most iconic funk band. Right. And the bass part is played by the keyboard player. It is. Oh my god. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um. It were all created the line on four connected mini moog synths. Wow. Which I, I don't totally understand. Like, what yeah. does that mean? Um, so in the 70s, 
who knows how they connected them, mm. like whether back then they were on time code or SMPTE, but MIDI probably wasn't around, so yeah, they probably yeah. weren't communicating through MIDI. But um, there were like there were stages in like music technology where you'd have to connect pieces of gear together, drum machines and all this stuff together to you know make your music. Yeah, and so they figured out some way to create a connection between four Moog synthesizers, which is insane. Yeah, it sounds nuts even now to just like visualize what it looks. Yeah, like. and it's one of those things like, did they connect four like keyboards or did they connect four sound modules off of one, one keyboard? keyboard? It sounds like a lot more than just one keyboard, though, right, right? Right, unless they stacked it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Like, if you could push one key, but fourth synthesizers trigger. That would be that could be kind of cool, like, but I don't know. Who knows how they did it? Yeah. Know? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, I mean, Bernie Worrell is amazing. The yeah. dude is probably like the first true virtuoso on the synthesizer right. that like played in, was like around for popular music. I mean, right. obviously, like, I'm sure that when the first synthesizers came out, like dudes could shred on them. But sure, he, yeah. he he sort of like, he did a lot of work with P-Funk. He played on a lot of the big talking head songs. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, So it's like he's kind of like the legend of this That's sound. Cool. That's cool. Um, it's funny because Bootsy Collins, who's like one of the best bass players ever, actually played drums on this song. <laughs> <laughs> this is like kind of yeah. what's, what's cool about funk music is it seems like really great musicians just having fun around each other. Yeah. Um, but it cannot be like overstated how good they are. It's true. Compared to just a lot of people who like uh, play this kind of music you know what i'm saying we the best yeah i remember reading this article one time because i got really into parliament and and p-funk oh and no all way stuff. that's cra- I, I never knew that really about you it. this is maybe be, this is maybe high school oh sick <laughs> going into college i got so into it where i'd like watch documentaries and oh, learn shit. about the members of the band and stuff and i remember seeing this one episode or something where they were talking about their like studio sessions and it was the engineer talking and he was talking about how much of a nightmare it was because there's a hundred members of the band. Yeah, yeah. Like the there's just people around, and what they what he said what would happen is they would come in, whatever for like a week or two weeks, and they wouldn't stop recording. They would just come in. They <laughs> like wouldn't shower. People are playing, uh, and it's just like people are sleeping everywhere because there's a hundred. Yeah, people. yeah. It's one of those sessions. It's, it's just like a night. Just a hundred different. Like it, the music sounds like how the session sounds. Yeah, was. yeah. It just sounds like cacophony i think that's how you have to get it done sometimes it would be really weird for a band like this to track in like a sterile environment yeah it's got to be kind of weird same with like hip-hop like we've both been in like a million hip-hop sessions where like it's basically just a a a kickback like a low-key party yeah you're right you're like some good shit happens because that's just like the vibe that some certain things need yeah it's just the sound it's always it's like hard to approach everything like you're a surgeon Right. Unless it's surgery. Right. And then, right. You, re- and then you really need to. <laughs> Yo, you'll love this. The, uh, Bootsy Collins' brother uh, played the guitar part, which we got to talk about. It's so sick. Yeah. Um, you know what his name is? Phil Collins? No. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Bootsy Collins and Phil Collins. Oh, my God. No, his re- even a better name, though. Catfish Collins. <laughs> um, so, like, why is that guitar so bright? 
It's um, honestly, you know, it almost sounds like a it DI almost, guitar. Yeah, it almost yeah. sounds like a DI guitar. <laughs> I know, which with like a with like a wah or a chorus yeah. on it. But it sounds so good. I like it. You know, it's the when there's so much going on in a yeah. in a song like this, and there's so many band members, and you have big choir vocals. It's almost like you need the guitar to be thin and snappy for mm-hmm. it to kind of cut through. Yeah, yeah, or else, it, or else it would just get kind of washed out. It'd get washed out. Which, like, isn't really the sound. All these no. instru- elements are, like, pretty dry, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, George Clinton recorded tons of different vocals on this song, layering around 50 voices within the track. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Just, Like, do it again, roll stack, it again, stack, roll it stack, again. Exactly, yeah. like, I'm in Another here, way. I'm smoking reefers. Right. I'm, I'm doing, I'm hanging out with catfish collins <laughs> um the famous chant of the song the da 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 dee da 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 uh the chant was based on a chant from a bar mitzvah party that clinton had attended no but with shit. a friend yeah which is really funny i don't know which one yeah that was, yeah. I was wondering like is, does it I th- sound i thought about it... it it's probably just like a really i'm sure it was like a super eastern european harmonic minor chant and george oh. clinton probably just heard it as pentatonic gotcha. this is like my honest opinion so it's not so much like israeli no no no, no. as it is like the, it's like jewish culture like uh is weird because it's like doesn't really have like a it, it it doesn't totally always have roots in the same like geographical place because right, exactly, it's kind of a nomadic exactly. culture. But a lot of like Jewish musical culture comes from like Eastern Europe. Gotcha. Um, and Russia. Gotcha. Right. So gotcha. like, but I'm sure that he heard it and he he auto tuned it to pentatonic. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's like what people do. It's like especially like think about it. Like, if anyone's listening, like try to try to listen if you want if you want to go for something really weird. Listen to to like, a song from Russia. And try to sing the melody, and your brain will autocorrect it. Right. So, like, it'll auto tune it to be like pentatonic because That's of the, just the way that we grow up music, and listen yeah. to music. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, pentatonic does sound really nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. And pentatonic's all around the world, too. Yeah. It just like isn't in certain cultures, it's like they're just going to lean on other intervals. I love that we got really deep into music from around the world. For yeah, George I know, yeah. I guess because funk music is like seems pretty American. Uh, yeah, I think it would be. Yeah, yeah al- although think... everyone plays it all over the world now. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Would because I wonder. I mean, I, I, I want to read about like where like funk music kind of came from because yeah. I know Parliament originally like George Clinton, all those guys. They were like barbershop quartet. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, that's fucking sick. This is me. Like yeah. when I went back and watched all these movies about it, that's how it originally started out. Yeah. And I think they were called the Parliaments. And it was four of them, and they mm-hmm. did like the pinstripe. Oh no way! And they were like a barbershop quartet. This is the coolest thing. And I, 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 I wanted, wish I could go back and or remember if maybe like these guys were like the foundations of like funk music in I America. Think, I think so. I mean, it definitely stems out of like, I, I, th- I like if I had to just guess, I would say like Miles Davis probably started it with like cool jazz, right? And this is kind of like the the combination of that and like feel good rock and roll and R&B music right. like the Beatles and stuff. Right. So like I do cuz I do think it shares something in common in terms of like they're trying to write catchy little riffs. Right. But it sort of has like more of the like instrumentation vibe of like cool jazz. I mean I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. It's, I want to kind of read about yeah. like cuz I I feel like funk is also um an overlooked thing in American music. Yeah, yeah. But well because like it gets skipped over. Like yeah. you, you you have sixties psychedelic and rock and it goes into seventies with more rock and eighties music and jazz gets looked over. Disco kind of takes up the seventies. Yeah, yeah. It's like funk they always kind of get looked over because it's never really been a big commercial thing outside of outside Parliament. of Parliament. Yeah. yeah. I can't really think of like 
Besides, like maybe tower power is kind of known, nah, but no, not in the world. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say musicians love tower power. Yeah, but they're not <laughs> but known in the world. Not like not like P funk. Maybe Jamiroquai. Yeah, but that's, yeah, yeah. But that's still kind of more jazz. Exactly. And it funk. So it's like funk kind of got overlooked. Interesting. I never really thought about it like that because to me it seems like one of the most popular types of music. Like everyone knows what funk yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I just remembered a really funny story about this song. I like shout out to this guitar tech, Sully Sullivan. <laughs> she would always do like the, you know, the pre show uh, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, playlist. Yeah, of course. For, and, like, and, and like I was on tour with her for years and she would always start like after every set, she would play the house music right. and it would always be Flashlight by Parliament Funkadel. Um, it's, it's a great, yeah. like, it's because it's a song <laughs> everyone knows, but they have forgot that they yes, knew the exactly. song. Yes, exactly. That's you know? what we're trying to bring to the podcast. Right. right. Oh man, what do you think is like the coolest thing about Parliament Funkadelic? I think it's amazing that they have a hundred like members. Yeah, you just think that fact that they're like a big ass collective. There's a big is ass cool. collective. Like, of course, I'm sure they have like an official roster. Yeah, you know, of course. But <laughs> official there's roster. Pro- you know, there's probably people that were in Parliament that you know were just there for like a weekend I, I like- or a month, and they just. Who knows who comes on and who goes off? Who do you think? What do you think would would be like better? Who would be better at what? I should say. Parliament making laws for England, Parliament Funkadelic making laws for England, or the Parliament of England trying to play a version of Flashlight by Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Parliament Funkadelic making laws. I think so too. Like it's easy to make laws. Yeah. To make good ones, well who knows? I think but. they'd be uh, anti-Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>